Yo, 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 yo. It's week four. Pigskin lover here. Earl the Pearl here. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to week four. What's up, Earl? Uh, shout out to Mel TV Live, who is on location this week scouting some Guatemalan football players. I don't know what Mel's doing. All I know is he said he couldn't make it, which is very, very, uh, uh, you know. I mean, I mean, th- I mean, this guy would be here if there was a tornado. So, oh, hundred percent. I mean, Whoa. when you talk about guys who love gambling, football, Mel's at the top of the list. He's like De Niro in Casino. <laughs> Mel TV Live, we love you, Mel. So, guys, what we'll do is we'll we have Mel's picks. We'll talk about them. Uh, we're gonna go through as we normally do the games. Let's start off though, real quick. Earl, man, that was one of the craziest things. The Tua. Body slam on Thursday night. I mean, I, I, you know, now they're saying he shouldn't have even been in the game. They're in his investigation. I mean, how crazy was that? I mean, I be honest with you, uh, pigskin lover. I cried like that was to see his uh, fingers like curled up and like his shoulder. He looked like a quadriplegic. Uh, and when you just think of the force of a three hundred and fifty pound guy throwing you down on a clean hit. It's not like it was a dirty hit. And then you kind of think about what happened to him last week and the controversy. Was he sent out there too fast to finish the game? It's it's not a good look for the Dolphins from last week to today. Definitely not. Definitely not a good look. And uh, our prayers go out to him that he's back. I mean, I think he's going to be gone for a while. And, you know, it's... um, well, now they're going to have to be probably overcautious, and it's it's not going to be a good look if they throw him out there next week. Uh, yeah, which is too bad because it seemed like he had finally found his NFL legs. Yeah, but uh, you know, Crazy. You, you forget how big these guys are. Like yeah. they all look normal size because they're the same size. Yeah, uh, and the the strength of, of that they possess is is really uh, boggles the mind. So yeah, uh, it was it was definitely a scary thing. Um, you know, again, uh, the Dolphins. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And you know, no one's really talking that much. I know the NFL is doing an in-depth investigation into why he was even potentially playing uh, Thursday night. Um, but in any case, uh, on to football. As Earl and I are watching here, Alabama. This game was like a six-point game, and now they're up by twenty-three. God, they are so explosive. Yeah, I mean, it was 28-23 like 15 minutes ago. Now it's 49-26. And uh, never ends. You know, I mean, Alabama's basically an NFL team. They are. They definitely, definitely are. All right, so we're going to dive in here. We're going to just a quick recap from me last week. Again, a winning week for myself. The first three weeks have been win, win, win. Winning records. My teaser won last week. Um I'm 11 and four in the circa contest, which is pretty solid. So I'm feeling good. This was a, this is a very, very tough week. This took me a lot of time to really study and figure out what were the three plays I'm going to give you this week and what's the teaser I'm going to give you, but I feel pretty good about them, but it is not an easy week. So let's dive in and let's start. Let's start across the pond in London, 6.30 AM LA time, the Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints playing in London. Uh, Earl, I mean, God, is 
has has Winston looked awful. I mean, he's banged up. The Saints have been banged up. The Vikings played last week. They looked like they were going to lose, and they came back on poor clock management by the Detroit Lions. They ended up winning that game and stealing it. Minnesota is giving three points to the Saints in London. What do you think? I mean, anytime the game's played overseas, and I'll assume the fan base is probably going to be 50-50, maybe even skew a little bit towards Minnesota because, you know, really how many overseas fans do the Saints have? Um, And, you know, you're right. I mean, Winston, uh, when healthy, his play has been subpar, and now he's hurt. So uh, I think the Vikings, uh, strong on this one. I wouldn't say it's one of my three picks, but uh, I think they're going to get better with each game. They, they've had a kind of a weird start to the season, uh, but I think that the Saints just are in transition right now. And uh, But, you know, I will say, and I'm not trying to play two sides of the fence here, you know, these UK games, you know, they're kind of weird to cap because it's a very long distance to travel. You know, it's really about which team manages the uh, time difference the best. Yeah. Uh, but I do like Minnesota in this one. So I like Minnesota also. It's not going to be a play for me. It's a lean. You know, favorites that are traveling across the pond and starting at 930 Eastern time, 630 Pacific, are 9-0-1 straight up, 7-3 and against the spread, not counting the Jaguars' residency a few years ago when they would play every year. The injury report, far worse for the Saints. Jamison Winston banged up. Michael Thomas banged up. Jarvis Landry. Thomas and Landry questionable. Looks too easy to me, though, Earl. 80% of the money is on, or excuse me, 80% of the bets and like 70% of the money is on Minnesota. It just looks too easy to me. So it's going to be a lean to the Vikings. But you are right with the injuries, especially especially with Thomas. Like, uh yeah. You know, but these UK games are, you know, it's like when the NHL goes to like Korea, like, like the better oh team God. usually loses. Absolutely. Um, so so it, it's a weird dynamic uh, games out of the U.S. soil. We will see what happens. On to Atlanta, where the Cleveland Browns and the Atlanta Falcons, obviously, um, this week there was a car accident with Miles Garrett. They say he was driving 90, 100 miles an hour, crashed his car. I think he's questionable for tomorrow's game. Um, Cleveland is a one-point favorite over the Atlanta Falcons uh, in Atlanta. Atlanta, home dog. I'll start with this. Um, I have a feeling still Cleveland's going to win this football game. Um, you know, Atlanta's 3-0 and against the spread, though. Atlanta should be 3-0 and uh, wins versus losses. I just feel that Cleveland's a better all-around team here. And even without Miles, if they don't, I think they're going to eke out a win here. This is one side of my teaser of the week. So the teaser of the week would take the Falcons up to plus eight. So I'm going to go Atlanta plus eight, and I'm going to lean Cleveland to win the game. Earl? I mean, this is a tough game without Garrett in the mix. You know, it's very much like the Steelers without Watt. Uh, both are like huge difference makers. So, uh, but I like Cleveland uh, in this game. Usually I don't go with road dogs uh, or road, uh, you know, favorites. Uh, 
because I, I just think there's so much of an advantage uh, playing at home. But I just think Cleveland, like you said, pigskin lover is is the better team. And although Garrett will be a huge absence, I still think they have enough on defense yeah. to uh, cover his absence. Absolutely true. And I think also they have a better coach in Cleveland. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Cowboys at home. They go back home. They pull off the win against Cincinnati. They pull off the win on Monday night against the New York Giants. And now they're back home. They're a three-point favorite against the Commanders. Boy, does Carson Wentz suck. I mean, <laughs> what he did to us last week, we all had Washington. We all thought Washington was the pick. Most of the pros had Washington. And Wentz was sacked seven times midway through or toward the end of the second quarter. It was insane. Um, this is one of those games, Earl, that I really believe the public, everybody looks at it and they're like, oh my God, Dallas, 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 Dallas. It's easy. A field goal. I have a weird feeling in this interdivision game that Washington's going to play the game and win the game. I think Cooper Rush has played two games. He's two and oh, I think, I think, I think they're going to lose. It's a lean for me. I wouldn't bet it, but once again, I'm going to be a, 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 a victim of punishment backing Carson Wentz as a lean. I mean, this is a tough game uh, to steal a Mel uh, phrase. I'm I'm staying away from this one, but uh, gamblers still want to know what we think. Uh, you know, Washington's defense is so fast, yeah. but the Cowboys are a very united team right now. You know, it sounds crazy to say, but the Prescott injury might have brought them closer. Obviously, yeah. they they wish they had him, but I like the Cowboys at home minus three. You know, uh, the Redskins offense is in shambles. Uh, and I just think that I will say that the quarterback problems last week in terms of sacks, that's a lot on the offensive line, too. Like yeah. Their line is maybe uh, as questionable as the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line. So it, I wouldn't throw it all on the quarterback, but I do like Dallas in this game, minus three. So Melly Mel, this is one of his picks of the week, one of that he's going to go with as a bet. He's on Washington. He likes the dog. He thinks they're going to come into Dallas. They're going to win. We'll see. It'll be very, very interesting. Definitely will. I would bet it will be a close game. Um, Seahawks are in Detroit against the Detroit Lions. Uh, DeAndre Swift is out. Detroit's a little banged up. The line opened at. Five and a half, six, it's down to four, and even three and a half at a few places. This is a big, wise guy play on the Seattle Seahawks this weekend. Uh, Earl, what do you think? This is one of my plays of the week, which is surprising. Uh, but the Lions are uh, they're kind of the surprise team so far, at least their offense. Uh, which is, you know, averaging, I think, 28 to 30 points a game. I mean, who saw that coming? Uh, so, and I think that the Seahawks defense, I, think they're, I believe they're ranked 30th in the league. Uh, the Lions offense is ranked seventh uh, at home. Uh, and I think Goff is finally sticking it to people who said, uh, you're, you weren't that good. Um, so I like the Lions in this one. Wow. Okay. So it's weird to say that because I thought they were going to be one of the worst teams in the league. The but. only thing, though, that's scary for me, Earl, is that the Lions giving points, it's such a weird thing to me. I mean, we haven't heard this in so long. 
I like the Lions as a dog a lot because I think Dan Campbell has them fired up and they believe in his narrative and what he's put out to this team. But the Lions giving points on the carpet to Seattle coming off a loss with Geno Smith. I, 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 I think Seattle keeps it close and could even win the game. So it's a lean again. It's not a play. I mean, I do think, I just think that, you know, Seattle's offense is questionable. Their defense is uh, rough, to put it uh, nicely. Yeah. So I, I, this has been such a weird season so far with underdogs and bad teams winning. You know, anything's possible in this game uh, because they're probably pretty even talent-wise. Uh, but I like the Lions. They just, uh, they're making me uh, a believer. All right, on to another div- or, or a, a new division game. The Indianapolis Colts are at home against the Tennessee Titans. Always a tough battle when these two teams play. Colts at 1-1-1, Titans at 1-2. Really important game. Colts are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll start off here. I mean, I think, again, I understand the home field advantage. I understand everything. I think the team... The worst team is getting three and a half points. Um, again, it's a crazy week. I'm not going to make it a play, but I definitely like the Tennessee Titans to control the clock. I think the Tennessee Titans and Vrabel will have a plan, I think, for Matt Ryan. And I think that hook is so important, and I'm going to lean to the Tennessee Titans to win the game outright against the Indianapolis Colts. Earl? Uh, I agree with you. Uh, I think the Titans, you know, usually, uh, you know, the road favorites. I just always prefer the home team. I just, but the Colts are, you know, Matt Ryan is probably starting to say to himself, hey, maybe Atlanta wasn't so bad. Um, They just, Colts seem to be in a little bit of disarray. And I think the Titans have the best player in Derrick Henry. And, uh, you know, you get him on a roll. I, I just think, like you said, that they'll control the game uh, with uh, the offense just slugging it down the field. Tannehill's good enough to uh, make the throws he has to. Uh, and I just, you know, Ryan, just for whatever reason right now, it's it's not working in indie form. So, yeah, uh, you know, I like the um, Titans. the Titans in this one. On to New York. The New York Giants against the Chicago Bears. Giants coming off a Monday night loss to Dallas at home. Uh, the Chicago Bears coming off a loss last week. And I am looking here because for some reason, I do not remember who the Bears played. Oh, they played Houston. They won 23-20. So the Bears are coming off a win. The Giants are coming off a loss. Giants are at home giving three points. Uh, my gut on this game is I'm going to back Sa- uh, Saquon Barkley and I'm going to lay the three with the Giants. I think that this is going to be a a ball controlled game. Um, I think the Giants win this game, twenty three to twenty, maybe twenty ah twenty four twenty Giants. It's not a play; it's a lean. I thought they looked pretty good for two and a half quarters and then they just imploded a little bit against Dallas. And I am not a Justin Fields fan or a Chicago Bear fan. Well. See, I am a Justin Fields fan, but not in this offense. I don't think he's utilized to the best of his abilities. Um, I, I think he has amazing potential to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But 
it's either the offensive coordinator and him aren't really on the same page. So it's an interesting dynamic there. Um, I do think Barkley is back. You know, he left us for a little bit with injuries and whatnot and bad teams, you know, which can really hamper a player. Uh, but I'm going to go with Chicago on this one. I just, I don't like a lot outside of Barkley on the Giants. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, that game is, if there's any game this week that's a stay off game, it kind of looks like. There's a lot of stay off games. Yeah, there is a lot of stay off games this week. I mean, no, it's true. That one glares to me, but I totally, totally agree with you. Here's a game, though, that's, that's, that I think is one of the more entertaining games this week. The Philadelphia Eagles off a Monday night win come home to play the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have been, from my perspective, actually, I take that back. By the way, it was not a Monday night win for the Eagles. They won on Sunday, 24 to 8 over Washington. So that was a, my mistake. But the Eagles are now playing against the Jacksonville Jaguars, their second road game. They went into LA and they beat Herbert and the Chargers last week. They destroyed them. It is really, really difficult in the NFL to win on the road back to back games. Very, very difficult. Um, I believe in Jacksonville. I think the Jaguars have a young, aggressive team. I think Trevor Lawrence is really, really playing good football. I look for this to be, though, a little bit of a pullback week. Again, wouldn't make it a play. I think that the Philadelphia Eagles win this game by 10 points. Earl? I mean, this is a tough game because, you know, the Jaguars have a lot of momentum. Uh, Their game last week against the Chargers was very impressive. Uh, but Philly is a very tough place to play. And uh, I think Hurts, you know, he's playing good, not great. He gets the job done. Um, and I think Philly's defense, uh, I agree with you, they'll win by 10 to 14 points. So, I mean, although I, I think Jacksonville will give them a game, uh, I think uh, Philly wins this by 10 to two touchdowns. Totally agree with you on that, Earl. Uh, all right, here we go. The Pittsburgh Steelers, Earl Steelers <laughs> at home against the lowly New York Jets. Zach Wilson, it looks like, is going to make his season debut. He's been out. Um, could give the Jets some more zip. I don't know if he'll be able to deliver a 300-yard game the way Joe Flacco did, but... I do think that Wilson brings some renewed energy to this Jets team this week. Obviously, TJ Watts out for the Steelers. Um, Earl, I'm going to start with this. This is going to be one of my picks of the week. The way I look at it is this. I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers at home, minus the three points. Tomlin is not going to lose this game to the Jets. I don't see it. Pittsburgh is coming off a loss. They had an extra three or four days of rest since it was a Thursday night game. You got Zach Wilson making his debut. He might give some zip, but I think he could also be a bit rusty. And I believe the Steelers will win this game easily by more than three points, even though the Jets are coming off a loss. It could be a bounce back. I don't think it's going to be against this Steeler defense. Earl? Yeah, 100% agree. Uh, although Watt is a huge absence. Uh, much like Garrett is with the Browns. Uh, I think Highsmith, obviously no one's going to replace Watt, but he's he's pretty uh, good little fill-in uh, until Watt's back. Um, you know, if I were the Jets, and I'm just an idiot comic at the end of the day, I would have started Flacco in Pittsburgh. Like, 
I don't think this Steeler defense is uh, the first game uh, for Wilson. Like, they're still got a lot of game breakers on that defense with Hayward and Fitzpatrick and and others, Sutton. Uh, so uh, I think the Steelers will win this game by 10 points. So, Earl, is that going to be a pick yes, for you? Yes, that is a pick for me. That is a pick for you yeah. as well. My, okay. And I'm not just a homer. I'm not just saying that because I'm a Steeler guy. It's just, you know, the Jets are a pretty bad team. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think, again, I'm betting on Tomlin to have them motivated. I think it'll be a kind of an ugly game, a low-scoring game, but I do think Pittsburgh can cover the three. Great game in Baltimore this week. The Buffalo Bills coming off a loss in the total heat against the Miami Dolphins, and they're looking to rebound against Baltimore at home. This line opened at three and a half. It's down to three. A lot of pro money has hit the Ravens against the Bills. You know, there's a part of me that says, are the Bills going to lose two straight? Um, Very, very tough game. I have no feel here. Uh, I do. This is another one of my picks. Wow. Uh, the Bills. I like the Bills in this game. You be- do. Because uh, the Ravens' defense is brutal. Uh, I think they've given up on average about 350 yards passing, and they're going up against the top-ranked passer in the game. So even though it's on the road, you know Buffalo's going to have a little extra oomph in their step with the loss last week. And, uh, you know, it's definitely – Game that could go either way. I mean, uh, the Ravens at home are always good, but I just think the Bill, a motivated Bills team, is going to be too much for the Ravens uh, this week. Yeah, it's a, it's a definitely going to be one of the games that I'm going to be keeping my eye on there. Probably game of the week. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a great game. And just for a little note, we don't usually talk totals here. I, I, I am interested in the under in that game. I think the defenses are going to tighten up. I think that game's going to be under 52 points. It's going to be a defensive battle. Just a little of my gut on that. I mean, that's a tough one because like, I, I would normally say if the Ravens defense was as good as it usually is uh, in years past, yeah, 100% on that. But, man, their past defenses, I don't know how much they can improve in a week. That's true. It'll be really, really interesting. By the way, as we're doing this podcast, I'm getting – my uncle Ken Barrett is hitting me on the text saying, any picks, any picks, you know, for his pool. Ken, I'm doing it right now. You're going to be listening shortly. And I appreciate your support and always looking to Earl the Pearl, myself and Melly Mel to give you winning picks. So they're coming soon here. And I'm getting a text right now from a girl I met in San Diego. Uh, hey, I'm never mind. Okay. Oh, my God. Earl, just please. kidding. Just kidding. All right. Here we go. L.A. Chargers Herbert. He was knocked around. He was embarrassed last week. They are on the road in Houston. Joey Bosa is out. Chargers have a few injuries. This line went from six and a half down to four and a half, and now it's back up to five and a half. I'm going to say here, Earl, I think this is the bounce back for the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to win this game by a minimum of seven points. I think Herbert is going to play a great game. The Chargers have always been a better road team than a SoFi team because at SoFi, there's no home field advantage. I don't think Lovey Smith is a great coach. I'm not that impressed with Houston, and I think the Chargers are going to win this game going away. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, well, in Lovey Smith's uh, defense, uh, pardon the pun, um, he hasn't had great teams to work with. Uh, so I, I would like to see him 
with a better roster. But, you know, as of now, you're right. He's not a good coach given the teams he's coached so far. Uh, I do think this is a huge bounce back game for the Chargers. You know, they're embarrassed by last week. Um, I am a little concerned that they lost uh, tackle Rashawn Slater for the year because that's, you know, when you have a banged up quarterback and you lose your best O lineman, you know, there's definitely some uh, potential problems there. But uh, Houston, they got a ways to go. Uh, and uh, this game could be in Houston, it could be in the UK, it could be in Botswana. I'd still pick the Chargers. Good. All right. Afternoon. Here we go. The Carolina Panthers are at home. The Arizona Cardinals are on the road. Arizona coming off a loss. Carolina coming off a win. Let me give you a statistic here in this game. Arizona's 14-3 and three against the spread. As a road dog under Cliff Kingsbury, 82%. Carolina's 3-10, 27% against the spread as a favorite under rule. And Mayfield is 11-22-1, 33% against the spread in his career as a favorite. How do you not take Arizona to win this game? And how do you not tease it? So I'm going to, I'm going to, Lock in Arizona as the second part of my tease with Atlanta, plus seven and a half points. And I'm going to take Arizona as one of my picks to win the game outright. I'm going to take one and a half points in Arizona on the road to go in and beat Cocky Baker Makefield and at worst cover seven and a half points. Earl? I mean, this is a tough one. It's another game. It could go either way. Uh, a, a gambling uh, prognosticator's nightmare. Uh, I, both offenses are struggling, that's for sure. Uh, but I like Carolina's defense a lot more than I like Arizona's. Uh, so I'm actually going against you, pigskin lover, because uh, I like the Panthers at home. Uh, you, you know, the running game for Arizona is just not there right now. And, you know, I, I wish it was because James Conner's there, yeah. my, my ex Steeler, a hero. Uh, I like the Panthers at home. And Earl the Pearl is also going with Carolina as a pick. He thinks they're going to win. Again, those statistics I gave you guys, pretty, pretty strong statistics. If you're an analytical guy and you believe in trends, I mean, I don't know how you don't bet Arizona. So that, but here's I'm, the problem. Yeah. You know, you bring up Mayfield's record as a favorite, and it's pretty bad. But, you know, you know this, JB, better than anyone. Like, trends reverse at some point. And I think this is one of those games where he gets that 12th win. We're going to see. We're going to talk about it next week. We're going to see who's right. And listen, anything can happen in the NFL. So we will see. All right, on to the stinky game of the week. We're going to go Green Bay Packers are at home against Bill Belichick's New England Patriots. The line opened 10. It dropped to 9.5. Mac Jones is out. Bobby Hoyer, the backup, is going to play quarterback for New England. Now, let me give you some more trends here. Belichick, 30-12-2 and 12 and two against the spread as an underdog. 6-2 and two against the spread, getting more than 6. 11-1 against the spread as a dog after a loss. Brian Hoyer, starting for Mac Jones. 8-3 and three against the spread as more than a 5-point underdog. Big spread and low total game. Big, big sign to back the dog. 
It's stinky. It doesn't look, most people would say, oh my God, Aaron Rodgers is coming home. He's going to blow out Belichick. I'm, I don't, I won't put it as one of my picks, but a strong lean to Belichick getting the nine and a half. Earl? Well, here's the thing. Uh, you know, all those stats you cited with Belichick was when Brady was the quarterback. That's true. Uh, true. And, you know, it's, he's a great coach, no doubt about it. Uh, but would he win six Super Bowls without Brady? Uh, I don't think Probably he would. Probably not. So those stats are pretty skewed. Um, I like the Packers. I know nine and a half points is a lot to give in an NFL game because, you know, for the most part, most rosters are relatively even. Uh, but I just think, uh, and Hoyer's not bad. It's, it's not like, you know, he's incapable of running an NFL offense. But if this game were in New England, I might side with JB a little more. But uh, I think the Packers are going to pull away in the second half and win by about 20. Okay, so Earl is disagreeing with me on that. We will definitely, definitely see how that game plays out. <clears throat> Division game, Las Vegas, Nevada. Raiders, the only, <coughs> excuse me, the Raiders, the only 0-3 team in the league at home going up against the Denver Broncos coming off a Sunday night ugly win 11-10 over San Francisco. The Raiders have lost three games by a total of 13 points this year. This is one of my picks I am backing, and I know it's public. The pros are all over Denver. They love Denver in a tease this week. Just so you know, taking that two and a half up to eight and a half. Everybody loves Denver getting eight and a half. I'm going to go square this week, and I am going to go for the bounce back spot. The Las Vegas Raiders minus two and a half over Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett's Denver Broncos. Earl? Yeah, I like the Raiders on this one. They might be the best 0 3 team to, to ever be uh, in the league. Uh, you know, like you said, they've lost three games by 13 points. They've had some pretty bad luck. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Russell Wilson guy, but, uh, you know, Outside of him, that offense is, is, you know, average at best. And I think the Raiders at home will uh, move the ball. They do have a decent home field advantage uh, in Las oh, Vegas. Oh, wow. There. Yeah, that is. You ever been to that arena? Yeah, Pearl? I mean, it's, it's pretty frightening. The stadium? Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, you know, Raider fans in 100-degree weather is uh, it's, it's pretty entertaining to watch. So, uh, you know, I think the Raiders will, uh, you know, obviously they're desperate right now. Yeah, and uh, and I think that deep down they have a belief that they're not as bad as they their record would indicate. So uh, I like the Raiders in this one. All right, so here we go. This is the game, another game of the week. Uh, Patrick Mahomes coming off a loss, going. It's going to you know the game has been rumored to be moved to Minnesota because of the hurricanes, but then we heard today it's going to stay in Tampa. So you have both of the quarterbacks, both coming off losses. You have Patrick Mahomes, who barely, barely loses the game against the Colts last week. And then you have Tom Brady, who obviously lost as well. These two guys losing two weeks in a row is extremely rare. Um, the better defense by far is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this game. 
something is telling me, I don't know, but something's telling me that if I had to make a prediction here, I would definitely, definitely predict that Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs win this game. Definitely wouldn't make it one of my picks, but I would lean to Kansas City. I mean, this is another one of those games where it's pretty close and really depends on the weather, I think. Uh, yeah. You know, it, if you've seen the, uh, if you watch the Weather Channel, I don't know why you would do that, but if you've seen local uh, Florida weather reports, it's pretty brutal. So I think this will not be actually Mahomes versus Brady. It will be uh, the running game uh, for both teams, uh, depending on the field and, and, the, the damage that the the turf is going to be in uh you know it's hard to go against brady at home but i like the chiefs in this one i just think brady misses gronkowski and although mahomes probably misses hill juju's a pretty adequate replacement uh for the short-term routes and uh, you could tell brady's not completely comfortable uh with the receivers he has it's just they're a little off and uh I just think Mahomes will uh, carry them to victory. God, that's going to be a fun game to watch. That's going to be a great game. Yeah. You know, both guys have egos. <laughs> you know, it's a lot at stake for the loser to drop two in a row. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, they're the two marquee quarterbacks in the league. So, uh, I can only imagine the sadness of the losing locker room after that game. God, I'm dying to get David Law Enforcement Hawkman's ideas of that game and the and the Bills. Ravens. Guys, any of you that don't know David Law Enforcement Hawkman, he's the best. He's the biggest square on this side of the United States. I love him dearly, but I'm very curious his picks. I wish I could say them on on the podcast today, but I will find out and we'll report back next week. All right, going on to Monday night, we have the LA Rams on the road coming off a win against Arizona last week, and they are going to move on to San Francisco against the 49ers who basically were in that game the whole way and gave it away to Russell Wilson. Rams, one and a half, open two and a half down to one and a half. 49ers are favored. Earl, I mean, this is to me a total stay off game. If I had to do anything with this game, I would tease the Rams up. But I don't know. How do you pick this game? I'm totally, totally scratching my head. What do you think here? I mean, it's another, there's a lot, almost every game. There's, there's very few blowouts, I think, this week. It, it's, you know, you could point to victory for either team. Uh, you know, these two teams are relatively even. Uh, I think that the Niners definitely are more comfortable with Jimmy G at quarterback than Lance. Uh, you know, I, I, Stafford, I'm still not convinced his injury uh, free. You could tell there's discomfort almost on every throw. But uh, I love the Rams' defense, and I do think uh, Garoppolo just doesn't have enough weapons to use against, you know, Donald and uh, and all the other, uh, you know, players on that the Rams can throw at him. So I like the Rams on this one. God, Earl, you know, you're so right. I'm looking over these games this week. I mean, truly, with the exception of two, maybe three games, Every one of these games, when you look at it, I mean, literally, it's right down the middle. They can go either way. It's just, it feels like one of the more difficult weeks that we've had to really kind of break down and talk about. Again, I 
you know, that game, the pros took that line down. They, you know, they always back Sean McVay. Always. He's boy wonder. You know, they always back Sean McVay, even against Shanahan, even on the road. Um, you know, the Rams always get that nod. And, you know, I think it's going to be a very, very entertaining game to watch, especially defensively. But, um, God, as far as like trying to handicap it, it is, it is, it is not easy. I mean, there are some potential blowout games for sure. You know, I, I think the Patriots Packers game, you know, Boyer struggles, you know, and, and Rogers is kind of a dick. I think he loves piling on, uh, the score, uh, you know, in, in the Jacksonville game, you know, that if the Jags struggle a little bit, you know, the Eagles could step on the gas, um, but there's a lot. This is a tough week for gamblers because, you know, literally I'll say like we just have gone over 80 percent of the games or you can make a case for either side. Uh, so and, absolutely. And, you know, even the last game, you know, Rams and Niners, Garoppolo could have a huge game, uh, but I don't think he will against that defense. So let me give you guys real quick and then we'll give you our picks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you with this. Eighty four percent of the money on Minnesota over New Orleans. OK, totally lopsided. Cleveland, Atlanta, 60% of the money's on Cleveland, 40 on Atlanta. Dallas, 74%, 26% for Washington. 50-50 in the Seattle, Detroit, 65% to 35. Tennessee is a live public dog. It's a little scary that the public is all over Tennessee against a home team in Indy. Giants and Chicago split down the middle. Jacksonville has 53% compared to Philly's 47 Pittsburgh, 68%. As much as Earl and I love Pittsburgh, we're pretty square on that pick this week. We'll see what happens. Buffalo, Baltimore, right down the middle. Chargers, 59% to 41 on Houston. Arizona, 85. I'm scared there that so many people like Arizona the way that I do. Green Bay split down the middle. New England. Las Vegas is about 60% over Denver. 70 on Patrick Mahomes over Brady. Usually I love taking the goat when all the public is on Kansas city looks very, very, very juicy. Um, Rams 67% of the money, just like I told you guys, the public loves the Rams. So, um, all right, let's do a little recap here. So Earl's three picks of the week. Earl took the Detroit lions minus four points. He took the Pittsburgh Steelers minus three points. And he took the Buffalo Bills minus three points. Earl yeah, the Pearl, yeah. you feel pretty confident about those? I mean, you know, usually uh, in Baltimore, you'd be like, oh, boy, you know, that defense is always strong. Yeah. But uh, I just think their defense, uh, their pass defense specifically, uh, is, is poor. It, it, it's ranked 30th. And they're going up against a number one passer. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, this is one of those things where the trend says, well, you know, he's going to have a huge game. But, you know, at some point, the Baltimore pass defense will be good. Uh, I don't think it's going to be this week. So, yes, yeah. I am. All right. Mel's picks for the week, guys. The Washington uh, – oh, I almost said it. Oh, I can't. Oh, we got canceled. Wa uh, watch out. Washington Commanders plus three in Dallas. The Jacksonville Jaguars plus six and a half um, in Philly. And Mel's going Carolina minus one and a half at home. Mel's money line parlay of the week, the Jacksonville Jaguars on the money line. And he's pairing that 
excuse me, with the San Francisco 49ers um, to beat the Rams. My picks, all right? My picks for the week. Las Vegas Raiders, minus two and a half at home against Denver. The Pittsburgh Steelers, minus three against the New York Jets. And it was really, really difficult, but... I ended up, because I have Arizona and Atlanta as my tease of the week, taking Arizona up to seven and a half and taking, or excuse me, taking Arizona up to eight and Atlanta up to eight, I'm going to put in, because Arizona was that pick, I'm going to take that out as a straight, and I'm going to put the Seattle Seahawks plus four points to come into Detroit and cover against the Detroit Lions. So those are our picks, guys. And let's see kind of where we are next week. We're going to have Melly Mel back next week to be able to talk to everybody. Quick shout out to the Diamond, Darren D, Foon Solly, Nathaniel, Jason Spitz, everybody. Um, thank you for listening to our podcast. Earl, thank you as always for hosting this and allowing us to come in. And I know we're picking games now. We're trying to make this as short as possible and not do too much humor, but over the course of the next couple of weeks, we might introduce some new things and play around a little bit. But it's been nice at least talking today. Oh, yeah. And a shout out to Antonio Brown, who uh, literally just minutes ago, this is breaking news, exposed himself to hotel guests in a Dubai uh, pool. So uh, Are you joking? Are you serious? No, I'm, I'm being very serious. This just broke? Uh, breaking news. If you're a big fan of Antonio Brown, he's, oh he's struggling again. So uh, may he get the... Help. I'm still blown away. That when he walked off the field that time? Are you talking about? That's not the craziest thing to me. As someone who does cryotherapy, he went into a cryotherapy chamber with no shoes on. That's why he got those blisters on his feet. His basically the bottom layer or the top layer of his skin burned off because it's minus 150 degrees in a cryotherapy chamber. And he went in barefoot. Like that's insane. So I hope he gets the help he that yeah you know we joke around a lot mental health though yeah you, we, we can't yeah you know it, it's he's clearly uh he's in another universe like, he's he's like needs help and uh, he probably just has yes people around him saying oh yeah you're this is funny man show people your dick at this pool and it's like dude like you could have been one of the greatest receivers of all time he still might be yeah uh and like get help man mental it's okay to not be okay like Exactly. You just got to be true to yourself and you got to be open to it. I mean, that's the key. A lot of people aren't open to it and it's deflect, deflect, deflect. And um, listen, we keep our fingers crossed for him and we appreciate all you listening to our picks. We appreciate you tuning into the podcast and let's dive in and let's see how we do. Good luck tomorrow. We'll talk next week, week five for Earl the Pearl. It's JB, the pigskin lover saying, See ya. And don't forget, Mel TV. Mel TV Live. Live. Mel TV Live. And this episode has been sponsored by a pizzeria in Miami, Tommy Pooch's Pizza. Pooch.